Hey guys and gals, Vince here from Movie Muggin. First of all, thank you for checking out this episode. We truly appreciate each and every single listen. If you're new to the show, we highly recommend you go back and listen to our entire catalog for the full immersion Movie Muggin experience. Number two, this is not a spoiler-free movie podcast. We watch a movie and have a conversation with no planning ahead of time of where it may go, as will be pretty obvious as you continue to listen. And lastly, we say bad words. Sometimes like juveniles just learning how to cuss, and sometimes like the most seasoned sailors. And at times we can be highly inappropriate. Guys, it's just how we roll. So consider this a warning, or an invitation to the most kick-ass father and son movie podcast on the planet. You still there? Alright, let's do this in... Three, two, one. It's freedom of speech, bitch. Damn, that shit was dope. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the father and son podcast that always says yes, but then immediately starts thinking about how they're going to get out of it. Yeah, that is definitely me. I've been thinking about how I'm going to get out of it for 27 episodes. <laughs> I rarely say yes. I usually just tell people no. I used to feel bad about it, but now I'm like, dude, it is who I am. Going out with people and going out to things drains me. I'm an introvert mm-hmm. and I'd rather just chill by myself. My buddies would get mad when I would say maybe, because after being friends with them for a while, they realized what maybe meant, meant I was waiting and thinking of an excuse. Well, this is episode number 27, as we just figured out. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep up with, man. Didn't all the legends die at 27? Like mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain we and Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and all those people. 27? Was it the 27 Club? Mm-hmm. We uh, just stop here. Maybe we should. It's our last one. Yeah. Hopefully the movie's good. Well, in case you didn't know, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, having a chat afterwards, and more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. Yup. All right, guys, let's get to it. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is a time to discuss things that aren't necessarily related to the movie, but we still want to talk about them, and the lobby is the place to do it. Uh, a couple things, Jack. Number one, I have a correction from last week. I talked about Hustler Magazine, and I think I called it Beaver Shots or Beaver something else. Mm-hmm. It was known as the Beaver Hunt. <laughs> that makes it seem worse. Yeah, so my apologies to Mr. Larry Flint of Hustler Magazine. Not sure he would get offended by too much. Yeah, it's free publicity. I'm not even sure that magazine's still around. I let my subscription run out a couple years ago, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, And also, since we have been doing such a lousy job at the 50 Cent Tours, I think I'm just going to find like IMDb or or one of them and just kind of read a description of the movie from there. We'll still try to give it a tour, but we'll also read something else since we've been doing such a shitty job of giving it a tour. We? (laughs) <laughs> well, let, let's be real. You used to give a 50 cent tour as well, but we decided that I was going to give them from now on. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. But then you even had to step down. It's a tough job. All right, Jack, you got anything else for lobby time? Uh, Yeah, I actually want to um thank our friends Film Stripping for, one, the birthday wish, and Which- also introducing me to my new favorite movie. I actually watched it like three or four times this past two days. What was it called? Titties, titties, who got the titties? Oh, yeah. And it was actually very 
is very story driven mm-hmm. and a very good plot. And <laughs> a lot of the characters had great personalities. Did they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love Chris and Erica. So go check them out and you can hear the special birthday wish that they gave to Jack. They, they know you well. Mm-hmm. They nailed it. Anything else? Nope. All right, let's head back in the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I'm going to unveil today's movie. All right, Jack, today's movie came out in 2015. Okay. It is rated R. Mm-hmm. It's long. It's either 147 minutes, according to Rotten Tomatoes, or it's two hours and 47 minutes, according to IMDb. Okay. So there's like a 20-minute differential in there, right? Something like that. Yeah, something like that. So... Uh, Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say about it. Well, first of all, Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 88%. Okay. IMDb gives it a 7.9 out of 10. So pretty close. 95% of Google users like this movie. Okay. All right. Now let's go on to what the Mormon mothers have to say. Uh, Before we get to it, how many F-bombs did the Boondock Saints have? I think it was like 248. Okay. New record? Well, that was a new record. So I'll take your 248 and I will raise it 44 for a grand total of 292 uses of the word fuck. It also has 59 uses of ass, 230 uses of shit, 10 uses of dick, 6 uses of pussy, 18 uses of bitch, and 31 uses of damn. (laughs) That's a lot. It is a lot. So any ideas what today's movie might be? No. You have not seen it? Okay. I can tell you where it's coming from, though. Straight out of Compton. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew you wanted me to see this one for a mm-hmm. while. It's a good I movie. I haven't seen it. Yep, good movie. You excited about it? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're going to like it. I'm pretty sure I will. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take a movie mug and pause. Boy! <laughs> All right, and we are back after watching 2015 Straight Out of Compton. Mm-hmm. All right, so this one I can actually give the 50 Cent Tour. It is about the band NWA. I'm not going to tell you what it stands for because I do not have that right. I mean, one of the policemen asked what it stood for, no whites allowed or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was or a- no, it was Jerry. He's like, what is NWA, no whites allowed? And so that's the only version we can say. Yeah. And it's not even the right version. My but. guess is you know what it stands for. Mm-hmm. I'll give with attitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice with attitude. So it's the story of Ice Cube, EZE, Dr. Dre, MC Ren, DJ Yellow, and the DOC. Yellow. Yeah, Yellow. I'm such a white guy. DJ Yellow. DJ Yellow. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, yeah, he's my fave. I got to rewind and get that out of there. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically how NWA was formed and kind of their rise to success. And then, of course, how it fell apart. Their woes and their, yeah. their downs. I love movies that watch people rise to the top. Yeah. It always hurts watching them fall, though. I know. It seems like every time somebody gets so big, whether it's a rock band, no matter what it is, it just kind of falls apart. You know, the bigger we get, I worry that that's going to happen to us. And the money's definitely going to change me. (laughs) So really, that's about as good of a 50 cent tour I can give it. And that's pretty much all you need. Or 50 cent tour. I would much rather you cut that out than <laughs> Dr. DJ Yellow, whatever you hey, said. 50 Cent was uh, a Dr. Dre discovery, or you... Dr. Dre produced... Okay, yeah, okay. Stuff. He's the only reason he's famous. I'm not saying that, but... That sounds like what you said. Well, he got shot like nine times, too. 
50 Cent did? He's been hit with a few shots, but he don't walk with a limp. He's aight. Oh. Mm-hmm. You can find me in the club. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <sighs> Bottle full of bub. Yep. <laughs> I'm into having sex. I ain't into making so, love, so come give me a hug. Funny story with that. On my iPhone 3, when I was younger, like what was that, like sixth grade or something? I don't know. Uh, you somehow got like a snippet of the beat, and that was my ringtone. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun. Dun, Not that high pitched though. Dun, dun. <laughs> you didn't. You just. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that. That was a good beat. It man. was. It was. That was my ringtone. And you were the coolest kid walking around sixth grade, weren't you? Getting so many phone calls all the time. You were calling yourself just so you could hear it. <laughs> I, th- you know, I used to make little mix CDs for the kids, and I would always cut out the cuss words in them. Yeah, and then on whenever we got iPod shuffles and stuff, you would. Go put it through a program or whatever and reverse the curse words. Mm-hmm. That pissed me off. Mm-hmm. I started learning, though. River, the police coming. <laughs> it always sounded very weird. It didn't just sound like someone said it backwards, like cuff or something like that. It was weird. It pissed me off a lot. You know, I it tried. Made me PO'd back in the day. I tried, and look what it produced. Try to censor me now, bitch. So you're the Dr. Dre of parenting. Yeah. Producing the best children. With the worst mouths and the best <laughs> possibilities to make it big. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what? I'll take that. The Dr. Dre of parenting. I like I that. Know, you're the Suge Knight of parenting. Well, Pistol whipping me when I park in your spot. You know what? When I gotta be. <laughs> so, I like NWA now. I like Dr. Dre. like Ice Cube. like mm-hmm. Snoop. I'm a big fan of old school rap. At the time when it came out, I wasn't. Well, first of all, kind of when they came out, I was in the Army. And when I was in the Army, I listened to rock. Like, mm-hmm. I had heard the Beastie Boys, and I had heard Run DMC, and that's kind of safe rap. And I enjoyed the safe rap. I thought, man, that's really, really cool. But then when I get out of the Army, and Snoop Dogg's starting to get big, and it's all this gangster rap, and F the police, I was kind of, I'm not going to say I was against it. But I didn't like it. I thought it was wrong. I thought it was kind of, I just, I don't know, man. I, I just, I wasn't a fan of the message I thought it sent. I mean, one of the songs, it's in the title, what the message is. Fuck the police. Yeah. Little did I know. I mean, look, I, I'm a white guy, in case you didn't know. And, I mean, just be honest, I, I didn't ever realize necessarily the treatment of people of other races by the police, especially in- It's hard to realize without it being put in front of your face. Yeah. I mean, nowadays you hear a lot about it with like riots and stuff like that. I, I was born after all this happened. I remember the Rodney King beating. I remember the trials. I remember watching that. I've always been one of those people that I'll, I'll give the benefit of the doubt to the police officer. I mean, that's just kind of how, how I was. Now, I think it's also a generation thing because nowadays I feel like it's very, very different. Well, I got screwed by a cop once. I got a minor possession of alcohol when I didn't have any alcohol on me. He illegally searched my truck. There was no alcohol in the truck. He let a drunk 18-year-old go. He let all the 16-year-olds go because he took up our IDs. Mm -hmm. We were out on the street. And he gave minor possession of alcohol to the two 17-year-olds. I was one of them. And I was arguing with him. And then he told me to pick up the trash. And I'm like, I ain't picking up shit. And he's like, well, I'm going to write you a $200 ticket for littering. Yeah, that guy's a cunt. 
I swore when I, if I ever saw him work in traffic, I was going to go by and open my door as I drove by on him. <laughs> so I did have a bad experience with a cop. But, I love that. <laughs> but, but I tended to, his last name was like Mooten or it was like an M-O-U or something like that. I, Cuntberg. Yeah. Officer Cuntberg. Here. Dude, I, Pick up that trash, even I mean, though you didn't do anything. It wasn't right. So I That's knew. That's illegal. I knew that cops were, could be crooked just because they're human beings. But for the most part, I tend to think that cops are probably more good than bad and but watch watching the Rodney King just watching him beat and that's true them beat that guy that's, over and over that and, video was real in the and movie and he fucking pulled over and the, that's what the news people said he pulled over they got him out of the car somehow i don't know if they yanked him or if he got out when they made him and then they just like beat him like near to death it looked like now, they're just all batoning him yeah they said he was on PCP and he kept on trying to get up but he could have been delusional i mean it was just it was overkill he it, was down yeah they could have easily cuffed him at there that time. There were like eight of them there, too. Gosh. That was really, really hard. And then they found all of them not guilty. And, and that that's, is, what, that's what kicked out the That's government rights. corruption right there. That is not, that's not luck because that's video. It's hard, mm-hmm. incriminating video evidence of these people doing a crime. That's just bullshit to me. And I didn't, I've never heard of that until now. I mean, that's crazy. I hear a lot of horrible things about police officers but then like like never been wrong so i can't say anything but i hear good things i hear bad things see good things see bad things it's just people like, are people exactly people are people some are dicks some are great it goes with any job mm-hmm. some cashiers are great some are dicks some cops are great <laughs> some cops are dicks not the cops listening to this you guys are awesome yep we back the blue <laughs> unless you're a dick yeah but those riots man we watched them unfold on tv and there was some shit man they pulled some people out of cars they pulled this guy out of a truck i think his last name was denny and they beat his ass, and then they picked up a brick at the end and just threw it at his head and just celebrated. The Regi- cops did that too? No, 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 no. Oh. The people riding. Reginald Denny was the guy's name. I, oh, I saw some rough stuff during those uh, during those riots. I mean, in an area like that, they probably felt like vigilantes. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the movie, which, which did kind of go over some of it these did. things. It did. It went over a lot of it. I think it just kind of showed kind of how the neighborhoods there had felt They've been put down by police, and they just got very, tired of it. Very recurring moments of being arrested for standing, yeah, and doing nothing, or at least shaking down. Like in yeah. NWA, before they were famous, they walked out of like uh, the studio or whatever onto the street, and they got arrested or what? Not arrested, but uh, on your made to, yeah, yeah, get down on the ground, and then they went in and recorded "fuck the police." <laughs> I loved the moment. This is probably my favorite part. Okay. Whenever uh, they went to Detroit for the show and there was like a big police squad, had them backstage and were like, you will not curse, you will not do this, you will not play fuck the police, you won't incite a riot, you won't do anything out of order or else you're arrested on site. And I'm like, one, that's highly, 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 highly illegal, except for the incite a riot thing, obviously. It's freedom of speech, bitch. And that's subjective. Like, get over yourself. Right. Like, if someone told me that I'm going to get arrested for cursing on here... Oh, I'd be so annoyed. Well, it's bullshit. Rap music, people tended to believe, was the plague of the 90s. And so many people were it's, against uh, it's, it. But it's not against the law, of so how, what are you going to do about it? I know. And they got arrested for it and put in the back of a SWAT van or whatever. You, uh, That just pissed me but off so much. it's just like today, man. People get butthurt over things, and it bothers them, and so they, they're outspoken <laughs> about it, you know? Yeah, but... That's not the best part. They they go on the stage, they're cursing and stuff, and then they're doing their songs like normal, and it's showing these cops being all like, <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> and then Ice Cube's like, you know what? Y'all, y'all want to know what the cops said to me in the back? 
and the, the crowd's like, yeah, yeah, they told me not to do this, 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 and fuck the police going straight from the underground. And everyone was like, all their hands were going, mm-hmm. and then all the undercover cops held their badges up and were walking to the front. Then some gunshots came out. I thought they were going to stage something. Like, oh, yeah, they incited a riot, so we had the right to arrest them right there. So basically how it started, uh, Dre worked as a DJ somewhere, mm-hmm. and he got Ice Cube on a stage one time, club. and they did this really cool... Gangster rap. Yeah, yeah. It and, was really good, too. And then Easy e saw it, and Easy e had the bankroll from his drug dealing days, and, and they just they got together this group, and they met this guy, Jerry Heller, or Easy e did. Mm-hmm. And he became their manager. The biggest and, cuck ever. But he really took them places where they may not have been and able to go And then he fucked Eazy-E over so hard and Ice Cube and everybody. Yeah, kind of kind of broke I, I was waiting for him to get killed. That's the only thing missing <laughs> from this movie is him dead. Dude, you, you, you always have that revenge factor, There's man. always one person in a movie <laughs> that I just want dead. I just like, like, even if it's like a fan-made edit on YouTube where I can watch some like shitty actors... One of them's wearing his mask, and they, like, shoot his head or something. Like, give it. Give it over. That fucking grumpy from Snow White, they need to stomp his ass and <laughs> hang mean, from a tree. And this guy just looked the part. He was disgusting. Paul well. Giamatti, man. He, he's disgusting. He's a great actor, though. He, he, he plays... You know, I read something, and I've already heard it before, and I've already known it. If there's an actor in a movie that you hate their character, they're a good actor. Yeah. Boom. Job well done. Absolutely. And he did. Yeah, and... uh Easy E's introduction in the very, very beginning was awesome. He, like, goes to a dope house and is dropping off some drugs, but he's short uh, for the guys. They didn't have enough of the crack or whatever it was. So they're going to kill him or beat his ass or whatever. And he's being real fucking mean. I loved it. Mm-hmm. He was mean to everybody. He had some balls. And then this, like, big old SWAT BTR rolls up with a big old, like, light pole with a square on the end of it, busts down the door, mm-hmm. and it's just he just runs. And it's awesome. And he was casted so well. He was. This whole thing was casted really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about how, how well Ice Cube was portrayed in this? How well he was casted? Oh, yeah. His own son. Yeah. And, I mean, it was perfect. It was perfect. I did notice one thing, though. Uh, I don't know how far into the movie. Pretty far, he buzzed his head. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever saw him have his hat off when he had curls. Yeah, that's true. It may not have. So it might have just been one of those like joint curls with the hat gigs going on. Maybe. Like those cheap visors you can get. <laughs> yeah. Have the hair on the with top. That, or... They're like barbecuing dad's wear. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Arizona burbs. The first time I saw this movie, I didn't realize it was his son. And I was like, damn, they casted him perfectly. <laughs> they, they couldn't have cast him any more perfectly. Yeah. He's a spitting image. And it's really cool to see where the members of NWA went because. Are we there yet? Yeah, Ice Cube goes from gangster rap to (laughs) Are We There Yet, which is basically a Disney movie. I I think it might have been associated with Disney. It had to have been. I grew up knowing that. Mm -hmm. I grew up knowing, you used to tell me he rapped about shooting police and stuff. (laughs) And I was like, what? Okay, I didn't understand the gravity of the transition. Like, what a reverse metamorphosis that I would, I'm sad. I wish he still was cool. He and he's still, he's cool. still cool and got like infinite cred, but really, <laughs> really, to, yeah. To go, it, it's from, disappointing for sure. It's very disappointing. It, you think it's disappointing? He had kids, and maybe he just wanted to put on a show for kids. I think it's cool. <sighs> it's that cool that he can go it. and do that, and that they don't care about his past, and that he's able to do that. But man, it's just, it's just, it's not right. I feel like everyone knows it's not right. I, I but. just wish at the end of Are We There Yet. 
he would have been like, I didn't even have to use my AK. <laughs> yeah, he's I'd have to something. Say it was a good day. Or like one of the kids got kidnapped and he just like busted a cap in him. Like, <laughs> fuck you, bitch, that's my kid. Yeah. <laughs> like something like that. And it's cool to see Dr. Dre, man. He just built an empire. He went through the whole Suge Knight days, which Suge Knight scares the shit out of me. He's a big motherfucker. And a badass motherfucker. Yeah. Not, not, I feel like badass has so much good connotation with me. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I like calling good people badass, and then, like, bad people, like, scary assholes or, like, strong I, I, bitches or something. Suge, I ain't calling you an asshole or a He's bitch. in jail. I don't care, man. That dude can reach. <laughs> I ain't going there. Yeah. Suge, uh, sir. Um, you <laughs> Fuck know. you. <laughs> Again, that's Jack. So I know you didn't know because I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier that he went to jail for um, this movie was being made in 2015 and in 2018. For some reason, it takes forever to try people. Yeah, he did a um, a plea deal, pleading no contest for 28 years of prison. Wow! Because he ran over people on the set and in the making of. Straight out of Compton, he killed one and really hurt the other one. So, for because there was a depiction of him, it says, as a result of the dispute on the set of a trailer for the popular NWA biopic, which included a depiction of Mr. Knight. Mm -hmm. So, he ran over and killed somebody and hurt another one. Damn, yeah. So, I'd be a little bit worried if I was the guy who played Suge Knight because if he was pissed off oh, about yeah. who they were getting to play, and him, ran over those people, and yeah. who knows who he's aiming for. Man. But he got 28 years for um, a charge with murder, attempted murder, and hit and run. Damn. Because he just, skirt, he's out of there. I think he'd been in and out of jail to begin with. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he and was. He too. definitely I mean, had the reputation. I don't understand how he would have never been to jail because what I saw him do in the movie, mm -hmm. and they probably wouldn't have embellished it that much. Pistol whipping a guy of a shit ton for parking in your spot. That's just the kind of guy he was, I guess. It's terrible. Yeah. I really enjoy this movie. I love watching movies that they kind of start from nothing and then they just build and get mm -hmm. to the top. And you just kind of want the movie to end there because then <laughs> yeah. they kind of go downhill and kind of end on a bummer You don't want to see the worst parts. But but you need to because it's the rest of the story. I didn't want to see Easy e go, man. I know. I'm not going to pretend that I'm like a huge fan and have gone deep into all of their albums and songs and stuff. But I can gladly say that every song I've heard involving any names in this movie, anything we've said, even Snoop Dogg, I've never heard a song I didn't like. It's just that I never took the time to go further in. Like, Yeah, I have never been really deep in their stuff either, but I do have a playlist on Spotify called Head Nodding, mm -hmm. which has quite a few of them. They're all the over it. There. All over it. And I would like to go deeper in to their uh, music, because I, I really do like it. And I found myself, this whole movie, mm -hmm. was rocking back and forth, like, yep. damn, I would have loved to go see them. Okay, well, I think uh, you already talked about your favorite part. Mm -hmm. It was just a good victory, because that was a little bit of revenge there, and a lot of defiance, and I like seeing that in, in movies. That was the biggest moment for NWA. That was an awesome part. They had some really good slow-mo, which, yeah. you know me, by now, I'm a sucker for slow-mo, and I really liked it when... It was like their first real concert They're, uh, at the oh, Skateland or whatever. Yeah, and they were walking in. And they were walking. You saw them from behind, and they were walking in slow motion, really and everybody cool. was there, and they had the cars with the hydraulics in the parking lot. Yeah. And they put on a hell of a show in there. <laughs> they yeah. they really did. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. And that's how they got kind of scouted out more. And signed to their first mm -hmm. record deal. Definitely enjoyed that. 
Didn't like seeing the band fall apart. Didn't like seeing Ice Cube leave. Didn't like seeing Easy e die from AIDS. It would have been cool. Yeah. It sounded like they maybe were going to get back it together. It sucked. Yeah. Cause they were touring. Easy E was doing some work, getting them back together. And then, of course, he goes and dies. Yeah. Which is very, that's fucking, it was terrible. Ice Cube couldn't even go in and see him because he was like in a coma and breathing from a machine. 31 years old. <sighs> that's just so sad. But I mean, they portrayed him in the entire movie as a playa. And he's going through getting all the pussy. <laughs> I do have a Bullshit. second favorite part that I that I've forgotten about till just now. It was when they were on tour and they were in the hotel room. Yes. And Dre's <laughs> sitting on bed talking to his his brother on the phone and there's a knock at the door and he opens the door and there's these two guys there saying Big guys. I'm looking for Felicia. I heard she's My in girl here. Felicia. And he's like, You mind if I take a look? And he he pulls his shirt up and shows the gun and Dre slams the door <laughs> on him and then goes in the other room and he's like, I'm looking for Felicia, and I'm looking for Felicia. All the other guys are in there and there's like probably like twelve girls per guy. <laughs> there's there's so many people in that room. Yeah, so they're looking for Felicia, and Easy E finds out that there's two guys out there with a gun, and mm-hmm. so he lifts up the mattress, and they grab all these weapons, and they go out in the hall, and like, you're looking for Felicia, and then they come out with the guns, and those two guys just run away. Yeah. And then they find Felicia after they run away, and they kick her out of the hotel room. And naked. She's just in a pair of panties, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, fucking Easy E had a like a red dot sight, silencer, MP fucking five. <laughs> I use that gun in Call of Duty. He rolls hard, man. He does. And it showed him in like the in the credits part. That was a really cool part. They showed footage of the music video and of the real people. It showed him holding like a, a silent submachine gun. And I was like, shit. It was airsoft, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to run around in Compton with an airsoft gun. Totally a good and safe idea. I mean, truth or dare, and uh, I'll do it, man. <laughs> okay, call me a chicken, man. I don't give a fuck. Speaking of chicken, bucket of chicken time. Um, Ice Cube, probably. Yeah. I don't know if it's cheating to say both the actor and the real Ice Cube at the same time. I mean, they're family, so they could share it over a family dinner. I just thought it was really cool to see more on the story. Because, I mean, I always knew, not always, but I've known what MWA was. I didn't know the ins and outs of their story and all that. And it was really cool to learn a lot and to see uh, like Ice Cube disagree with everyone and not be afraid to uh, leave. Mm-hmm. He didn't conform and sign the uh, the contract like everyone else. He went out on his own and he fucking rocked it. Yep, that was really badass. Because I, I, I see. I didn't even know that he was super successful. I mean, I've heard a couple of his solo songs, but apparently he was wildly successful. And N.W.A. and him were just back and forth dissing each other. And his second one, where. Uh, he was dissing them, and they, uh, Easy E and Jerry had it playing on the boombox, and it was going back and forth from the studio when they're recording it to the boombox and their reaction. That was another really good part. Mm-hmm. And O'Shea Jackson Jr. was a very good actor. He was really, really good. I- I'm going to give mine to Jerry Heller. I just thought that he brought a lot to the movie, and... He had a lot of uh, headshotable <laughs> quality about him. Yeah, no, I'm not going to give it to him. Although Paul Giamatti, which is a great actor, he did I a fantastic mean, job. Don't don't take it uh, personally. And he just looked very poor in this film. But you know what? I'm not a hundred percent sure how much he truly screwed them over because I really feel Seems like pretty bad. But I really feel like he made doors open for them well, that yeah. would not have opened. And then he like he did great things, and then he did terrible things. Without him, yeah, they couldn't have been as wildly successful. They they probably would have been 
through a different means, but he got it to them then. I, I, Who knows what the delay would have been or what, but then he ended up like stealing money from them. See, and I don't get it, man. I, I think taking advantage. so often when you start making it and there's so much money, it just seems like so many people just find a way to pinch more for themselves or something. Mm-hmm. Just be happy with That's what just how you it got, is. Man. That's just how business works, You're, like he was saying. They were on top of the world. You know, look, I, I realize that there's other stuff that goes into being a musician. It, it does cost money to take a... You know, a crew on the road. It does take mm-hmm. money to go to these hotels, and set up shows. Yeah, it takes a lot of merch. money. You got to pay a lot of people, and and so I really don't know when you got like five or six people in a band and all that. How much money you actually make at a show? How much money you actually make on merch? And how, how much, much money, you spend per tour? Yeah. So I wonder how much money is really available, especially at first for mm-hmm. these guys when and they're coming and going. When they're like, "Here's a seventy-five thousand dollar check." I mean, I was like, "What? That's bullshit." <laughs> well, I, but part of me was like, "Well, that's more than I make a year or whatever." And it's so it'd be really interesting to see those books. It, I, it I don't is know how interesting. I don't know exactly how it works I think, either. I think Jerry was good for a little while. And then I think once he, he probably had a different idea of where he wanted it to go than the other guys did. Mm-hmm. And he was taking care of easy because he thought easy was the leader. I was thinking, well, Dre's kind of the leader because without him, you didn't have any of this. You don't have the beats. Yeah. And without the beat, there's not much of a song, but then, Oh, what without ice cube, then they're not as good without mm-hmm. easy either. Not as good. But I think, Dre is the only one who's kind of irreplaceable. Uh, I'm going to give my bucket of chicken to O'Shea Jackson Jr. as well. Mm-hmm. He did a fantastic job it. playing his dad. He he was great. Loved his character. Love Ice Cube. Yeah. All right. Score time. This is bullshit. Why do you keep just having to... We're handing out banger after banger. Dude, I did Police Academy. You gave it a 78. Okay. Well, this one gets a 100. A 100? Again. again. Yes. Wow. That's why I said it's bullshit. Okay. It's not I'm handing bullshit. them out like fucking Halloween candy. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's what you feel after you watch it. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that you liked it so much. It is very good. Mm-hmm. It is very good. I'm giving it a 94. Weak? <laughs> it's not weak, This man. was really good, it, I it, think. It was a really good movie. Well, I feel like, what have you rated higher than this? Joker. That's it? I don't know. I gave Joker a 100. I yeah. don't know that I've rated anything higher than a 94 after that. But, yeah, okay. No, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I think it's very easy for me to like a movie that is about stuff you like. I think that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. I mean, rap music, I like. Ice Cube, I like. <laughs> I don't know. I just like it. So it makes it easier to get into. This did not feel like two hours and 27 minutes to me and at I, all. And it I felt so quick because it was so good and fun to watch. Yeah, I was talking it over with Olivia to begin with, and we were talking about some movies I was going to show, and all of them were kind of long today. And I was like, you know, I really don't remember that movie feeling that long. And and it, it totally didn't. doesn't. It's a great ride. It goes by fast. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Me too. And mm. new record for fuck words. 299 oh, yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. 98 or 99. One of those two. And I noticed the F words in this one. I did not really notice the F words in the last one we watched that only had 248. Well, that was also... A, this one was more noticeable. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also rap songs. Well, I would say... This movie, in the words of Dr. Dre, damn, that shit was dope. Did he say that in the movie? He sure did. And you wrote that down? I did. All right. Anything else? Uh, Invite me to NWA, please. You're going to take easy spot? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's hear the first I'll go part. out the same, too. <laughs> Drowning in pussy if you happen to catch something. All right. Let's hear the first part of Boys in the Hood, then. Ding, 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 ding. Cruising the street in my 6'4". 
That's what he was like in the beginning. Yeah, that was a funny scene, too. Cruising down the street, my six foe. Jocking the bitches. Slapping the hoes. Keep going, bro. I think that's all I know of the... I know the... Uh, what's the band who did the little cover of it? Dynamite Hack. I, I know that one. That was a great cover. If you haven't heard that, Boys in the Hood, Dynamite Hack, I think is what they're called. It's a completely different take on so it. So fun. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. All right, that'll do it for episode number 27 of Movie Muggin. If you would like to keep up with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Movie Muggin. If you would like to suggest a movie or ask us a question, you can head on over to MovieMuggin.com and follow the links. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do so at MovieMuggin at gmail.com. Guys, we'd love that you listen. We appreciate you. And if you'll excuse us, we're going to go pour one out for our homie, Easy e Mm-hmm. I can violently pee on people.